for all intents and purposes right now uh-huh. we are live <laughs> Oh, we are, nice. We are live on Hello. We are live on Twitch. Um Hello, world. I, am, I am now recording. And uh yeah, I will get uh, I will get on, I'll get our extra oh. intro here in a second. <laughs> trying to I'm trying to uh open it on my phone to make sure that we are live. I can't find it. What is the name of our channel? Uh Respawn Fleet. Yeah, there we are. I found it. All right. Yeah. Hey, here we go. Here we go. Look. look oh, at us. there we are. We're live. Oh yeah. my gosh. Do what? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, let's get to it, y'all. Let's get to it. Welcome Please. to Respawn, Please, the weekly video game podcast where two friends, I changed this from Dum Dums, by the way, uh. <laughs> two friends talk all things video games from news to musings and to the games themselves. I'm your host, the solitary gamer, the lover of stories. Jesus, and with me is my co-host, the magnificent, the wondrous, the mercy main, the curious gamer, L. How's it going? How's it going? (laughs) Going good. Going well, man. How how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Tired. Tired. Um, I've discovered. I discovered that I I don't sleep at night anymore. Um, I get like three hours of sleep, and that's about it. And then I'm just. And then I'm just tired all the time. Yeah, um, so you're just dragging all day. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I stress out about teaching. <laughs> I stress out about teaching. I'm stressing about my thesis. I have to, I have to get my thesis finished, and um, I'm defending it over the summer. So I don't know why I'm already having like night sweats about it. But I defend it over the summer. But I'm having night sweats already, and yeah, just teaching thesis. My dog's keeping me up too. My dogs like to lay on top of me, so. They keep oh, me up all man. the time. <laughs> I'm right there with you. My dog, she she definitely wakes me up like at three in the morning, sometimes six in the morning, just to go take her out to use the bathroom. And I'm like, uh, dragging myself out. And then she'll be growling sometimes. And I'm like, is somebody in the house? I'm like, what is going on? And then I'd start to be like, wait a second, is somebody in the house? And I'll have to walk up and down the house, check each room, and be like, okay, it's clear. So there, I I, I get a lot uh, a lot of uh, sleepless nights as well. So. Yeah. But nothing like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's just it's it's a nightmare sometimes. It's a nightmare. Man. Uh, do, do, do. Okay. Let's try that. Sorry, just everything's super loud in my ears. I gotta figure out what's going on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh so um with uh since this is our first episode, you know, uh mm-hmm. this was this magically came to be about what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago when I reached out to you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's because I it's because I, I want to talk about video games. I love video games and I didn't want to do this by myself because I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. But no. Uh, so, yeah. And yeah, I, you know, I didn't want to do a podcast by myself. So I reached out to you and you, you jumped on board. So here we are. And since this is our first episode ever of Respawn, please, as clunky as this already is, <laughs> I have questions for you Al, <laughs> to see what you can to, to for people to get to know you to get to know me and all that um so oh, cool. just gonna throw this out at you uh, tell us uh what, what's your gaming history like where did gaming start for you when you got when was what's your first fondest memory that you can remember the that's a weird fond- phrasing <laughs> the, the first memory i have with video games actually i remember getting a super nintendo and of okay. course playing the super mario brothers and mm-hmm. um i remember playing that um, after that, I remember playing finally, like just uh, playing this Super Nintendo game, Gremlins. You remember the movie? 
and they yeah. were like a Gremlin Super Nintendo game, and like I don't, I think I remember certain parts of it, but they're kind of like you know hazy. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, was just like history. You know, went from the Super Nintendo uh, to Nintendo sixty four, PlayStation, Xbox, Game Boy Advance, Game Boys, you know, things like that. So it, it started early for me, just because I think. My mom, you know, I was kind of like an annoying kid sometimes. So my mom would be like, here, take this, distract yourself. And then I just kind of got addicted to it. And I was like, whoa, I love video games. And I love getting lost in these worlds. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. For me, like, it started with my dad, pretty much. Like, my dad. You, you've met my dad. He's a big old nerdy Puerto Rican guy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, I like my earliest memory really of video games is when I was living in Ohio way back when I was like five, four years old or something like that. Wow. And I remember watching my dad play games on PC or I remember him playing and the timeline might be a little skewed here. My memories might be a little bit off, but uh, I remember watching him play Star Wars X-Wing. Uh, yeah. Star Wars X-Wing, Star Wars TIE Fighter. I remember watching him play the Ultima games. Um, this was a little later, but I remember watching him play uh, EverQuest and all of that. If you remember wow, EverQuest, yeah. that, was like, that was like late 90s, early 2000s. Um, EverQuest was like one of the first MMOs ever. Um, not quite, not quite, but close. Um, but yeah, I just have all those memories of that. And then, but like my first gaming system that I owned that like my parents got for me was the N64. It started with the N64 for me. Wow. Um, I got, I... I remember playing uh, Mario, uh, Mario 64, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Uh, I don't know if anybody, maybe somebody will remember this, but Star Wars Shadow of the Empire, which was an awesome. That's Yeah, it's, (laughs) man, I, it, you can buy it on Steam now, I believe, or GOG or something like that. And I bought it and I go, oof, oof. My memories of this game are like, this was the funnest game ever. Played it now, played it briefly. And I was like, oof, Uh this did not age well at all. What, oh, what did stupid Jesus think? What did stupid <laughs> little Jesus enjoy about this game? But yeah, it started with the N64 for me. And then, of course, game. I got a Game Boy because of Pokemon. I love Pokemon mm-hmm. back here. Whoop, whoop, Pokemon. Got a silver Bulbasaur and got a little Squirtle. No Charmander, um, though. No Charmander. Oh. The group. I got a white Vulpix. Nice. White Vulpix. Anyways. <laughs> wow. Anyways. Um, the, uh, but, so, start with Game Boy. And then, and then 2001 came. 2001 the xbox dropped and the the rest uh, is history the rest is history for me because like my dad got me the launch got it at launch got me halo at launch and the rest is pretty much history for me and i was an xbox person you know until about 2015 when i finally got a playstation Because, like, you know, you remember in college, yeah, remember I, remember in college, college I was yeah. the Xbox guy in college. Uh, like, exactly. <laughs> I remember you being the Xbox guy, you were always playing Dead Space, mm-hmm. playing Halo, playing Gears of War. Yeah. Oh my stomping God. I you all in, of stomping you in everything. That's the reason why I hate Gears of War. I yeah. hate Gears of War, but I just didn't click with it. But I was like, what is this? But I loved Halo and I loved the Dead Space. You got me into Dead Space. I was like, whoa, yeah. this is crazy, crazy horror oh, yeah. game. But it, it was so much fun. And um, no, yeah, you were the Xbox guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then then there was Zach, who was the Nintendo guy, right? He always Nintendo had the Wii. Guy, we'd, yeah. we'd, play, we'd be like, hey, let's play Mario Kart. Bring the Wii down here. Let's play Mario Mar- Kart. Oh, my God. I remember late <laughs> nights playing Mario Kart, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. Oh my God! And just going—if you ever locked, you'd be like, "No, again, go again." And it yeah. just went on till four, it just, or five. It just got morning. worse, worse. Yeah. Do you? Uh, the, 
I don't know if you remember this. And maybe my memory of this is skewed. Maybe I'm mistaking this for some other. Do you remember a time? This, this is a story about college. Uh, for the uh-huh. for everybody, just so everybody knows, Elias and I go way back. Or well, yeah, sorry, way, I, way I used your real name, L. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> okay. We go way back. We we were friends in high school. Uh, we were sweet mates, roommates, and stuff in college. So we go wow. way back. Where it's like yeah. what 14, 15 years of friendship, pretty much. Oh, wow. We're old world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um anyways do you remember this one time uh, we were playing mario kart it was late at night i i snubble into the dorm lobby i'm drunk as all can be uh-huh. um you guys are playing mario kart i walk over and i'm like let's play i want to play and you guys pass me the controller uh-huh. and then we start playing a game starts and then i forgot how to play the fucking game and i just yell oh, yeah. what are the controls <laughs> how do i play this fucking game <laughs> I think I, I remember you sitting down and you're sitting there and then the, it's the race starts. And then I remember just looking at the screen and I think you looked at your controller and you were like, I don't know how to go. <laughs> yeah. What? Crazy times, crazy times there, you know, it's mm-hmm. wild times, but yeah. And then, yeah, I didn't get into a PlayStation until like 2015 when I got a PlayStation four. <laughs> so it was like for a good while. Now I, now I split all my time between multiple systems. I have a switch. I have a, Xbox Series X, have my PC, and then I have the PlayStation 5, and I switch all my, I play between all of that, and so that's sort of my history. I'm like, I went from being a solo Xbox person for the longest time to now I just play on everything. Uh-huh. Um, and during all that time, I always had a DS and always played Pokemon. Pokemon is like the main thing that has always stayed with me throughout my years. Because yeah. like now, I don't play Halo anymore, really. I played Halo Infinite when it dropped, but don't really play it anymore. Wow. Um, I haven't touched Gears of War in probably since we were since we were in college together. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I have not played a Gears of War game at all in forever. So that's sort of it's it's weird how like you just grow out of things. Um, no, still, yeah. still, yeah. It's no, definitely. I think for me, like I grew up. I'm trying to think of like if there was a game. I know I played Halo a lot whenever it first came out, and I was like addicted to that. And I loved it. I kind of stopped. Um, love Grand Theft Auto. I actually am going back to Grand Theft Auto right now because that game I think uh, hit me just at a pivotal point in my life where I was like, wow, this is wild. Where it was kind of open worldish, you know, mm-hmm. and you could do anything. Um, and Grand Theft Auto, like I have nostalgia with that game, and I love those games, especially like Three, Vice City, and San Andreas. And even four. And so, yeah. And then now, like, I'm trying to think if I have any other games that I go back to like that. And I can't think so. I think I'm actually going to run back through Dead Space. And so that's like another one that I really like. Yeah. Are you excited about uh, the Dead Space remake that's going to be coming out? Yeah. So I'm excited for that. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Have you? So, s- yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I was going to say, I can't, I can't wait. I've, have you seen the trailer or like the little. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. I love Dead Space. <laughs> it's really weird too, because like I love Dead Space, but I do not like Resident Evil. Like, oh yeah. I like you would think like I abs- I love Dead Space, but I could just never get into Resident Evil. Like it just I try my hardest. Like I tried playing uh, the Resident Evil Two remake that came out a couple years ago. You know, and yeah. tried playing through that. Hated. I I was miserable the entire time. I was, oh I was, I, I was like, I'm forcing myself to play this and I don't, I am not enjoying this. So I uninstalled it from my PS5 and never touched it again. I'm never going to touch it again. Uh, so I, I, was that the one that's, was that the one with Chris Redfield? 
no, no. The, the remake was uh, Resident Evil 2 is with Leon. It's oh, just, it's oh, just, yeah, a, it's yeah, just yeah. a remake of Resident Evil 2. So it, oh, it was Leon and Claire, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, Resident Evil, I remember playing, was it the, on PlayStation 3, which had Nemesis? Uh-huh. And I remember I played it and I think I, I kept getting scared by Nemesis and stuff. And I was <laughs> like, I'm not going to finish this game. This is too yeah. scary for me. And then I couldn't figure it out and it just didn't click with me. Yeah. For, for me, it's not even a, like a fear thing. It's like, I just wasn't enjoying myself. I, mm. it's like, it was just whatever. Like I just, nothing scared me. The things that I guess were supposed to be scary. I was just like, this is stupid. <laughs> that, was, that was my response. Like stuff would happen. I was just like, this is dumb. I don't freaking care about any of this. And oh so yeah, it's, but like with Dead Space, I freaking love Dead Space. I, I like going back and playing through one and two. Never, never going to probably ever visit three again, but. I, I was just about <laughs> to say, yeah, three was, uh. Yeah. Not the best, but hey, yeah. you know, one and two are still there. Yeah, two is still my favorite of the two. It does get I two does it. get more action. It just I I just felt like it was there was more epicness to it, more story oh, yeah. to it than in one. Um, oh, which, which kind of leads into this next uh, question: Are what what are some of your favorite games? Of course, uh, some of my favorite games: uh, Grand Theft Auto, uh, specifically Grand Theft Auto Three. Uh, and Vice City. I love those the most. Uh, those are really fun. Not, San, um, not San Andreas? San Andreas isn't in there? Or? It is, but it's like, I think San Andreas to me, it was, it got to a point where it kind of got, the world got a little too big. Yeah, okay. um, I, I feel that, yeah. You know, and like, um, it was cool. I did like the aspects, but like, one thing that I didn't really care for was the 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 part of like, keeping yourself healthy and all these things. And I'm like, I really don't want to do that. I want to go shoot some people, do some missions and, you know, just be on my way. Yeah. And so, but it, it still has a good story and stuff, but I just, it was a little too much for me. Um, but those two, I want to say, oh, man, you got me on the spot here. I'm trying to remember. I think another game mine that I really, really liked. Oh, another game that I really liked that I know, I have a love hate relationship with Overwatch, <laughs> the first one. Okay, yeah. Um, because well, this, like, the first one's the only one that's out. So <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly, yeah. But but Overwatch, um, because I actually that game was introduced to me by my brother, by my little brother, and he had it. And I remember I played it, and I was like, "Wow, this game is really cool. It's really, the characters look cool, the powers and everything like that, and it's like competitive." Yeah. And I'm sometimes a competitive person, but you kind of with games like that you know like call of duty and all these other things you have this like back and forth of leveling up leveling down leveling up going down up down up down and it's like a never-ending thing yeah um and so i have a love-hate relationship with that but i play it because it's a simple game and it's a like a formula formulaic type of thing where you go play and then you're done yeah. you know and then i think lastly uh the games that i can remember is probably i really like dead space a lot yeah. um Dead Space, the first one, it just reminds me of like a slow horror film, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, very slow, the eeriness, the creepiness. And yeah, I think that's it for me for that what I can remember. Yeah. What about you? Man. Uh, oof. Um, <laughs> yeah. Several things over the years. There, there's a couple games that have never changed for me in terms of how much I enjoy them. Um, mm -hmm. I like no secret because of the r2 back here i love star wars and so star wars knights of the old republic 
one of my oh. favorite games of all time. Still to this day, I can play it and nothing about it ever gets old for me. I do. There are parts of Star Wars Knights of the Republic now that when I play it, I'm just like, I just want to skip all this shit. Can, can we get to the can we get to the fun stuff, please? Uh, yeah. But like, I still love the game. And it's and it's that comes from the fact that I just I play Star Wars Knights of the Republic every year. So like there are parts where I'm just like, I just need to skip this. I, you know, I've done this a million times. Oh, this is killing me. But Star Wars Knights of the Republic. Um, Half-Life 2. Half-Life 2 is still one of my favorite games of all time. Man, I forgot I, about that. Half-Life 2. Um, Portal. Portal 1. Portal oh, 2. Um, yeah. There was a time in my life where I was just... I think it was when I was still living in the dorms and stuff. I don't, I don't remember if... I don't remember if you remember this time, but... There was a time where I, like, for, like, a whole weekend, I shut myself away just to play Portal 2 because it, like, got released. Um, yeah, I think I, remember, I do remember that. I was yeah. like, don't talk to me. Nobody talk to me. I'm going to play the Portal 2 campaign. Everybody leave me alone. Man. <laughs> and I shut myself away and just played Portal 2. I, and I love Portal 2. Um, obviously, I love the Pokemon games. Um, you know, I've, of course. All of them. I play all of them. Still trying to make my way through RC, Arceus. Uh, Pokemon Legends Ar Arceus, but um, if we if I had to pick my favorite Pokemon games, uh, probably this is this is the one that's controversial for a lot of people. But I really really love uh, Pokemon Black and White Two. Um, oh, okay. Because uh, Black and White Two was the first Pokemon game that felt like, to me at least, felt like it had a substantial story to it, a story mm. that actually felt meaningful. Because Pokemon, yeah. you know, Pokemon's not really about the story or anything. It's just, you know, go collect the monsters and occasionally something interesting happens. And it's usually always this little, for some reason, it's always a 11 year old kid having to face down full grown adults that are trying to take over the world, destroy the world or something. You know, it's like, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's usually what it breaks down to. But Pokemon uh, Black and White 2 there's like a lot of nuances and there's like this whole thing about depression and it and stuff. And it's just really good. It's mm -hmm. something that just ca captured me when I play it. And so, um, yeah. the sad news about black and white, uh, my black two copy that I had, um, uh -oh. my, 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 my precious baby girl, my, my love of my life, my puppy Morgan, mm. <sighs> she chewed up the, the, the DS uh, cartridge. And so I don't have black and white two anymore, but, and all my like, I had a completed dex and everything. <sighs> wow! She chewed it up, and there's no save. All that it's all gone. Yep, I had like. Oh my! If God. I remember correctly, I had like 300 hours in it, according to the little Holy. thing. You know, it tells you how much time you play on it and stuff. Yeah, I had like 300 hours or something like that because I was obsessed with it. I loved it. Um, Holy moly! But yeah, after uh, and then of course, um, you you probably remember this Mass Effect for me. I. I've always oh, yeah. been. I've always. I love Mass Effect. Uh, Mass Effect One, Two, Three. I even like Andromeda. People don't like Andromeda, but fuck you. I love Andromeda. <laughs> All you people that hate Andromeda out there, screw you. I don't like you. I'm kidding. You're great. <laughs> it's perfectly like I understand why people don't like Andromeda. Yeah. And for me, I just I like it because of Mass Effect. I like. It. I do like the world, and I. Yeah, yeah. The combat for Mass Effect Andromeda is probably the best that combat has ever been in any of the Mass Effect games. Uh, but yeah, it's there's valid reasons not to like it though, because the story's not that great, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And the characters aren't as memorable as the core cast from Mass Effect One, like Rex, Garrus. Um, my cat is named after Garrus <laughs> from Mass Effect, oh, so nice. so I have Garrus. And then um, 
outside of Mass Effect 2, uh, outside of Mass Effect, I also love Dragon Age. Uh, both my dogs are named after characters from Dragon Age, uh, Morgan and Alistair. So, oh, okay. Um, wow. Uh, and yeah, so like, I, I'm a, I like I love RPGs. That's really my big thing too. Is um, you know, back when back when we were living together in dorms and stuff, I was super competitive about games. But like, yeah. I have grown out of that, and like, I cannot play Halo for the life of me anymore. Like, I try to play Halo, and it's like. I die in two seconds. I'm like, this is not fun. I'm just gonna go back to my stories. I wanted to say, I wanted to say, I want to add Half Life Two. Could you actually put me onto that? And then I played it later in life, and I was like, wow, this game's amazing. Yeah. So much to the point to where I went back to play one. Oh really? How'd, how'd that go for you? Man, it's amazing. It's like not as um, I would say it's like it's still a great game, uh-huh. but two to me, just like everything about it was so cool and like so like you could tell the advancement of it from yeah. one to two and so but like i it made me so good because i was curious of just you know it's this crazy mysterious story about gordon freeman and then the um what's the guy in the suit called uh um, i forget they call <laughs> forgot they call him something they give him a nickname or something like that where people need I, I, I can't i can't that's, i want to say mr smith but i'm thinking that's matrix <laughs> <laughs> oh no uh, but it, it's really good and yeah. then i think i was they someone um updated one with like a fan made game and like updated graphics and everything like that but still kept like its original form and everything and it, it's it looks it was amazing to play yeah looking up gordon freeman yep 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 yep, 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 yep. g-man there you go g-man that's what yeah. it is g-man i don't know why i was going mr smith for the <laughs> matrix because <laughs> yeah um, have you ever checked out black mesa Black Mesa. Um, no, I've heard of it. Wait, is it, it Black Mesa? Yeah, uh, Black Mesa is the uh, remake of Half Life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 I have. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I I have it too. I played through it. I love it. I I love. I just love Half Life. I love that whole universe. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe one day Valve will you know make a sequel to Half Life and make a sequel to Portal and yeah, I, I could do with that. I could do without Left 4 Dead. I don't need Left 4 Dead, but. Whatever. Yeah, Left 4 Dead, like, it, it was cool. It just didn't, it, it just kind of felt like, it, I don't even know, there's probably a story in there, but it just felt like killing zombies and going from one place to the, you know, to the end. Yeah. You know, nothing wrong with it, though, for the people who loved it, but. Yeah, it's, uh, I did play it recently with um some, uh with my D&D group. Uh, we mm-hmm. like to, every now and then, play video games together. Instead of doing D and D, instead of doing D D, and we went through a cut. Cu- we went through a couple of the the campaigns and Left 4 Dead. And it, I mean, it was fun, but it was just like, eh, I don't really. The only reason I played it was because I had three other people that wanted to play it, and I was like, sure, let's make it a let's have a fun night and do it. And it was good for yeah. the t- three hours that we played and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got mad at one of my one of the fellow players because he had never played before and he was an idiot and uh, we all died because of him. But you know, whatever. I'm not salty about it or anything. Let's not let's not even worry about that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so uh, outside of video games, though, what do you do mm-hmm. outside of video games? What is what is the life of L outside of video oh, games? Me? Um, well, I'm a musician, artist, <laughs> singer, producer. I make music. Um, occasional photographer, uh, and videographer, video editor, really anything in like the music space or the, the I guess you could call it film space, you know, just everything. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, we both went to school, you know, film and everything. And so, um, outside of that, just doing a lot of music, working out. I try to work out six days a week. Um, 
Oops. Uh, Lame. <laughs> what? Who does that? <laughs> but um, other than that, yeah, man, that, that, that's what takes up uh, most of my time. That's what I occupy my time with, just working on music, creating things, and just, you know, working on that. Yeah. You? Yeah, for me, I, I, like I said at the top of the show, I, I, um, I'm, I'm a teacher. I teach uh, intro to creative writing to college students. Um, I'm in, I am a student myself. I'm getting an MFA in creative writing at the university we used to go to that we went to together um, before I transfer, transferred to another university entirely. But um, yeah, I'm back, back where it all began for, for me with college life and getting my MFA, finishing it up over the summer. Um, after that, I have no idea what's going to go on. Like, I'm scared. I'm scared. <sighs> I'm horrified. No, uh, I plan. I do plan on chasing a PhD afterwards. Um, oh, wow. taking, okay. I'm taking, I am, I'm taking a year off in between, but I do mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully I get accepted to a PhD program, but yeah, I'm planning to chase a PhD. I want to be the first, um, Hey, prof- or Dr. Jesus Manuel Rivera. I want to be the first one. Nice. I want to be the first one. Cause I, I'm Jesus Manuel Rivera, the fourth. None of the other ones are doctors. I want to be a doctor. I want to be doc. I'm not going to be an actual doctor. You know, I'm not going to be able to. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not going to be able to save someone's life if they someone goes there. Doctor on the plane. I want to be like, yeah, I'm a I'm English lit uh, doc, doctor of English lit. I can help you uh, with your literature. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> like, we need a, this guy's dying. We need a real. We need a real doctor. And then someone's like, the guy died. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? But uh, yeah, so but I plan on chasing a PhD, getting a doctorate, and all that. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, I gotta take a year off though because I'm I'm drained out. I'm just like, ugh. part of the I reason. Yeah, part of the reason I even started um started graduate school was because COVID. So, like COVID happened, and mm-hmm. well, I'd already I was in I was already in my first year when COVID happened. But mm-hmm. it's like. I, cause I had debated about dropping out my first year of grad school. Um, mm. but then COVID happened. And I was like, well, cause I'm going to stay. Cause <laughs> it doesn't look good to go out right now. So, um, so I ended nice. up just sticking around and staying and stuff. Uh, but enough about us, you know, I swear this is really, this is a podcast this about is, video games. Is, exactly. This is a podcast about video games. Not just us. Not, Not just us rambling. I thought I just wanted to introduce ourselves to all the listeners and everything. But we do have, we are going to talk about some Pokemon, or well, we're going to talk about some video game stuff. And the first one is about Pokemon, Pokemon Gen 9. Uh, That's crazy. I, I love, yeah, oh my God, it's been around forever. Um, yeah. I love Pokemon to death. And so I thought we would start the conversation off with talking about Gen 9. Um, for, for audio listeners right now, I have a picture up of the three starters uh, the three Gen 9 starters. We got Sprigatito, which is a grass cat. We have Fuecoco, who is a fire croc- crocodile. And then we have, mm-hmm. what do we have? What do we have? I love saying it. Quaxley. We have fucking Quaxley, yeah. Quaxley. <laughs> we got Quaxley. It's just Quaxley. a, like, the thing that amuses me the most about these three starters is that you have uh-huh. Sprigatito, Fuecoco, Okay, and then Quaxley. <laughs> you get these two. You get these two very sort of Spanish-sounding names. Spanish names, yeah. And then you get Quaxley. Quaxley. <laughs> and that's yeah. the, what kills me about these three starters. And, and the fact that Quaxley is literally just a duck. Like yeah, when you hear the name Quaxley, it's just like okay, Quaxley. I would assume is a duck. Yeah, and it's just a duck. When you hear yeah. when you hear Sprig- Sprig- 
Sprigatito or uh, Fue Coco, you don't think crocodile or weed cat, right? <laughs> like, exactly. You don't. But yeah, I, I love the I love the names of the starters. I actually love the way they all look. Um, this is probably like my just like based off of just visuals. This is probably my mm-hmm. three favorite in a long time. Um, I can see that. Yeah, they they all look really cool because I'm trying to think of like the like nothing wrong with the other designs or anything, but this one for some reason I feel like these are very unique and they just they have this cool appeal to them. Like even as something as simple as Quaxley, he's just a duck. Yeah. For some reason, he looks like a cool ass duck. Like he just he looks great. Same thing with Fuecoco and uh, was it Gres- Gatito? Spigatito. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Sprigatito. They all look cool. They all look really cool. And you're like, it kind of makes you want to be like, wow, I want to play with these Pokemon and go into this world, you know? Yeah, I like, I, yeah, I agree. Their designs are really good. I, 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 I love them. I'm interested in to see how they're going to grow and what they're going to look like as they evolve. Because, you know, they always, uh, there's, there's the whole debate right now about uh, Sprigatito uh, on like the Twitter sphere and all the other spaces and stuff of uh-huh. keeping uh, keeping the little cat on all all fours, make, keeping it a quadruped uh-huh. instead of being a uh, um, bipedal. Right, that's oh. the right that's the right word, right? Bipedal, two two legs. Yeah, um, but uh, I don't know. I, I would I'd go either way. I'm interested in see what they evolve. I'm interested in. I wanted to get your thoughts about the region. The region is based on Spain. So I want to see. That's really cool. Yeah. That, like, I actually like that. And so, I mean, it goes with the theme, of course, of uh, Sprigatito and Fuecoco and just this whole feeling of it. Looking at, like, the, um, I was looking at some videos of it earlier with, like, the landscape. It looks like, it looks really cool. And then, of course, with, with um, the evolving of, like, generations of, like, now we're on the Switch and we're, the, the graphics look better and it just keeps going on and on. It It starts to feel more like a world coming from, you know, when red, blue, and uh, red and blue first started you're on this 2d thing mm-hmm. and then now this looks like so much it looks really cool like i like it yeah and have you been um have you kept up with the pokemon games have you played any of the recent ones sword and shield pokemon legends arceus arceus however you pronounce it? i've watched uh, i've watched other people play them mm-hmm. but i haven't myself played them but I, I there's like a couple streamers that i watched that they'll, they'll play it from time to time it looks it looks interesting but the seeing the evolution but i myself haven't played too much of it yeah yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of Sword and Shield. Um, I, Sword and Shield got a lot of lot of crap because like mm-hmm. when it got announced, it also was announced that there's going to be no national decks or anything like that. Uh, mm-hmm. A bunch of Pokemon were not going to be in it, um, and so a lot of fans like were like, "No, we're Sword and Shield. You're not going to include all the Pokemon. What is this bullcrap?" Blah 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 blah. And it's just all, all that dialogue. I was like, "That's whatever." And like there's and there's valid criticisms about it too. Like story wise, it's Oddly enough, it's one of the, it's probably the least story heavy of the Pokemon games. Pokemon has never been story heavy to begin with, but um, Sword and Shield, like literally just instead of the character, instead of, because normally, you know, you had the little, you had the 11 year old kid going up against like Team Rocket or Team Galactic or Team whatever. Um, But in this one, there was no like teams to go against and all the action happened off screen. Like uh, mm-hmm. stuff would happen, and um, Leon, who was like the who's sort of like your mentor slash the leader, like the final piece, person you have to beat in a tournament and stuff, he would appear and go, "Oh, I got this. You go do your thing. You go, you go get those badges. I'll take care of this." And so you would go get your badges, and then Leon would go handle everything off screen. So it's like, so there's valid criticisms there about like just yeah. how that was paced out and stuff, but uh, I like. 
the I, I there was a lot that Sword and Shield did that I actually I I enjoyed though like the wild areas. Um, I liked I I really liked a lot of the Pokemon that I get introduced. I'm a huge uh, Corviknight stan. Uh, have you ever seen a Corviknight? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, I, I love Corviknight. Corviknight is um, my favorite of... Corviknights are my favorite uh, bird Pokemon since, since Pidgey. Uh, let me... I'm looking that off. Yeah, I'm going to throw it up on screen here. Like, oh. I, I love Corviknights. That, uh, it starts off as Rookity, evolves into Corvusquire, yeah. Corvi- and then Corviknight, it's a, it's a flying steel type bird. And I, I love the design. Corviknights like, became one of my new favorite Pokemon. I love Zach. I yeah, I love Zaxi and I love Zamazenta, which are the two legendaries. Um, so there's a lot about Sword and Shield I love. And then um, Pokemon Legends Ar- Arceus. I haven't gotten too far into it, but I love the change of pace in uh, Arceus. I don't know if are you, how familiar are you with Arceus outside of just just watching it and stuff? Yeah, just watching it really. Not, not a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I love the new way. Like the open, they open the world up a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Pokemon battles are handled differently. Um, and it's just, it's, it, I, I like the way Pokemon Arceus is, has changed up the like standard formula of Pokemon. And I hope going into this new gen to Scarlet and, um, and Violet that, um, that they kind of keep some of those things that Arceus introduced and yeah. enhance them. Like, cause it'd be kind of weird to go back to just the old mainline style that it had um but you know we'll see we'll see what happens with scarlet and violet i'm i'm excited about it it's coming out in uh it's coming out at the end of 2022 uh probably i'm gonna i my feeling is probably november because that's when it normally when pokemon games normally drop uh Uh they're part of the mainline game so uh we won't have to wait too long i mean we have to wait till the end of the year but we'll see um is there there anything that you would expect or would want out of a new gen of Pokemon besides. I actually th- yeah. That, I was going to say besides uh, everything that's changing, I actually like the direction that they're taking it. Cause it, it just, you're, you're kind of evolving cliche with Pokemon, but yeah. you're kind of evolving <laughs> with, uh, with trying new things and not going with the same formula. I like it whenever companies or like game developers, they, they try to be like, cool, well, let's try to keep the thing that, that uh, people who play the game love, but also give them, something new so that way it's exciting and you just keep growing and this whole open world like borderless thing and i'm just reading and watching videos about the pokemon game it's like i'm like wow this actually makes me want to jump back in to be to this new generation you know and it's been a while since i've played a pokemon game but like this makes me be like wow this is actually really kind of cool that they're trying all these new things oh yeah i i agree like i'm i'm fascinated to see like what they mean by open world because they said pokemon legends arceus was open world it's not really open world it's it's structured um like a monster hunter game where you have zones that you go to, into and those zones are open world but uh-huh. they're not re- <laughs> they're not really open world <laughs> but like with them saying that there's borderless cities like it's just smooth transition uh-huh. and and you know that's kind of how it was sort of kind of in the you know back in red versus blue you just casually walk into a city like everything felt connected like yeah. granted it wasn't 3d it was the 2d style and it was on the game boy and stuff but yeah i don't know it's like it seems like it's an evolution of that idea and but on top of pokemon legends rcs and all that so i'm interested in seeing like how that's going to take shape i'm interested what? i'm interested to see how the switch is going to handle it 
Oh yeah, Switch definitely. is Switch is getting old. I, I yeah, <laughs> that's crazy I, to think. You saying that the Switch is getting old? That's crazy to think because I feel like it just came out a year or two. Ago. I mean, today's the anniversary. It's it's the five year anniversary of Switch. Wow, um, it's the five year anniversary. There's a we can talk we can talk a lot about that too, which we're going to here in a second. Um, yeah. but like, yeah, I, the, the the Switch like it's even though it's only five years old, it's already showing its age like game wise. And yeah, you have games that are still beautiful to look at, like Breath of the Wild. Mario Odyssey mm-hmm. looks beautiful. Mario Kart still looks awesome. But like, it's also, it's also, like Pokemon Legends felt like it was pushing the, what yeah. the Switch could mm-hmm. do. I'm interested in see how much this next Pokemon game will also push. But um, yeah, this is a good time to like segue into like a broad question that I have. We're going to talk about, this is a multifaceted question. Uh, that with multiple layers, because we're going to talk about all three big uh, sort of studios. But since we're on the topic of Nintendo, where do you where do you see Nintendo going this year in 2022? There's they, Nintendo announced a lot of stuff um, about a week or two ago with a with a Nintendo Direct. We got the Mario Strikers. We have yeah. we have the DLC for Mario Kart. Kart after um, we were just talking about the Mario Kart's been out for what eight years. Yeah, it's, you know this yeah. latest one. It, it's it's Crazy. been freaking it it was on the Wii Mario Kart 8 was on the Wii U. Does anybody remember oh. the Wii U? <laughs> nobody I barely remember. Nobody gives a shit about the Wii U, let's be real. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> um, there's yeah. a reason why it only lasted two years, three years or something like that before the Switch came out. <laughs> but like nobody cares about the Wii U. But um it was on the Wii U, and then you know, it got the deluxe version on the Switch. And then and the it was a it was a at least uh uh Title two, wasn't it for the Switch? Mario Kart? Here, let me look that up real quick. Maybe. Ah! <laughs> I looked, clicked on the wrong thing. Everybody could see. <laughs> Mario Kart. Eight. Switch. Release. Yeah, so April 28th, 2017. So, uh, for the, no. Yeah. So yeah, it was like a month or two after the Switch came out. Okay. Right? Yeah. Switch release. Switch to be it says March what third, twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so yeah, it was like a month after after the switch came out, but still like it's crazy to think that Mario Kart's now getting DLCs like all yeah, this time that's, later. That's really well. I, I kinda of feel like it makes sense for Nintendo for what they're doing. I mm-hmm. think um to kind of uh, sorry for cutting you off, but just for like Nintendo, uh, for what I think Nintendo will do, mm-hmm. I think there's, they're going to keep this system. You're going to see this system for maybe like another year. I'm pretty sure currently they're working on a better upgraded Switch or a Switch 2 or whatever they end mm-hmm. up calling it. Um, but I don't. I think with that Pokemon game, game coming out at the end of the year and then all this DLC, I think what they're going to do is they're doing that whole subscription thing with like now you can play n64 games and they're going to slowly bring that back into the switch to just kind of like keep making money and then people will complain about the switch being able to like handle you know certain games and certain graphics and not looking as good as maybe a ps5 or xbox but um i think nintendo's just trying to like bet on like these good games like another Zelda or maybe, you know, this Pokemon game and just win with these like great story driven games. And so I think that's what you're going to see a, a, like a lot more cool games. I think that's what's going to happen for the switch. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I definitely agree. Like uh, Zelda, the next Breath of the Wild is, is rumored. It's never, it never hasn't been confirmed, but it's rumored to come out this year. Um, and so that'll be interesting if that happens, if it happens towards the end of the year. Um, I can't imagine them shadow dropping Breath of the Wild, but maybe, maybe they, maybe they announce it like over the summer and they're like, and it's available today. Dude, the internet would break probably like yes. <laughs> everything the in the world that you wouldn't like the world would break. It's the end of the <laughs> world. You know, we're all dead. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. Like it, I think as I think there's another year or two left in the switch. I think, especially yeah. if breath of the wild is well, he, well, I'm going to backtrack on that statement here in a second. Right. Um, and, and I'm backtracking because, um, when breath of the wild came out, it also came out on the Wii U. Uh. It was a, a dual release title for the Wii U and the switch. So maybe the next breath of the wild will be a dual release for the switch and oh. whatever comes next. next. I said Lex next. <laughs> yeah. So that's something that might, that. yeah. And if that's the case, then I don't see Breath of the uh, Breath of the Wild two coming out this year if they do that trend where because uh, Twilight Princess also got the same thing when Twilight Princess released. It released on the mm. GameCube and the Wii. So mm. if I'm remembering, wow. if I'm remembering that correctly, one of yeah, the didn't switch just release that updated Wii or not the Wii the switch the, you know, the OLED. OLED yeah the OLED yeah. switch OLED yeah it came out back in October November, uh, September somewhere around there yeah, that, yeah that's what makes me think that I think we got like another year of the switch because yeah. they're like we just dropped this upgraded somewhat upgraded you know yeah. um, switch and so but I could see that I don't was... know if the new Zelda's coming out this year but yeah maybe you never yeah. know yeah, I could see if it doesn't come out next year or if it doesn't come out this year and comes out next year, I could see them also releasing like pushing it towards the end of the year and then dropping a Switch 2, Switch Pro, Switch whatever to mm -hmm. go to company it. You know, like because I, I at least that's what I, I could see that happening. But, you know, Nintendo is Nintendo. Nintendo doesn't really play by the same rules as Microsoft or Sony. They do their own thing. They go. You guys, you little, you guys have your little war, whatever, whatever. People want to pretend, pretend console war because the console wars are bullshit anyways. But uh -huh. <laughs> people, you fight over whatever. We'll go make our Mario games, our Pokemon games, our Zelda games, our Kirby games. Kirby's come out uh, later on this month. Oh, yeah. Right? They, Kirby oh, and Lost oh, in what? Uh, Lost Land something. I don't remember the name. Lost of Land. Lost <laughs> in Star Land. No, uh. <laughs> I just played the demo of it today, too, because the, the demo dropped on the Switch today. So I played a little bit of it. It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. I've never been a big Kirby fan, but. Um, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. The Forgotten Land. See, I knew it was something, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that drops uh, later on this month, like the 25th, 24th, something like that. So Nice. So Nintendo has a has a lot of stuff coming out this year. I mean, you know, because yeah. you got the Kirby, you got the Stri Mario Strikers, which I'm super hyped about Mario Strikers. Yeah. You got Pokemon at the end of the year. Um, I'm sure there's probably stuff filling in between Strikers and mm -hmm. uh, Pokemon coming out. Um, they dropped uh, Triangle Strategy tomorrow. I believe Triangle Strategy comes out tomorrow, um, which is a uh, tactical RPG. That looks pretty cool. It looks it's a 2D. It's a, a 2D tactical RPG. It looks really good. Um, oh, okay. I'm reviews are, right I believe, reviews are out for it now. I think, I think the reviews are good. I don't know. So moving on from Nintendo, because I feel like there, there's not a lot to t really say about Nintendo other than that there's got some awesome games coming out this year. Uh, mm -hmm. This year started off with a bang. 
January came, you know, 2022 is like, wonder what's going to happen. You know, we got, we got some exciting games coming out in February. We have Elden Ring, we have Horizon Forbidden West. And then here comes Microsoft just dropping probably the biggest news ever. I cannot think of anything. I can't, I mean, other than the Bethesda purchase uh, a couple, a couple of years ago. Um, but Activision Blizzard being bought are beginning the process of acquisition up into Microsoft, Microsoft acquiring them, uh, Blizzard, Activision, um, Activision Blizzard, which what's the order of that? I can't remember, but <laughs> I think it's Activision, Activision Blizzard. Blizzard. Yeah. yeah okay. But like, but like, micro, that's like, that was like the biggest news. Like it happened like mid January. It's like yeah. took everybody by surprise. Cause that was not something anybody probably expected. I remember waking up. I was I was reading, I was great. I think, I think I was, no, I don't think I was in school. I don't think semester started yet. Maybe it had, maybe it had, I don't know. Uh, but I remember being on my computer. I was watching book of Boba. <laughs> I was watching book of Boba. Mm-hmm. And then got finished with the episode, got on Twitter. It was like eight o'clock in the morning. And I was doop, 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 Twitter, Twitter. Oh my God. Act- <laughs> Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard. What the fuck? And then it was just like, all day long, I was looking at I was looking at articles, listening to podcasts about this whole thing because I was like, "Holy shit, this might be the biggest news in video game like history almost." Because yeah. like, because yeah. when you Activision Blizzard, it's Call of Duty, mm-hmm. World of Warcraft, um, mm-hmm. Diablo, uh, what other uh, Crash Bandicoot? It's like all yeah. of this crap is under is potentially going to be under Microsoft. Um, but I, what are your thoughts about that? Like, do you, how, how did you take um, the news when you heard it? <laughs> I was like, one, I was like, holy shit. I was like, what the hell is going on? And then my next thing was like, I don't know if I necessarily saw this coming. Um, cause like, you know, supposedly from reading an article, they had been talked for a while. You know, these deals that just don't happen overnight or like in, within a week, they take a long time. Yeah. And so, um, it's, it was crazy to me. It's, it's crazy to me to think. So a part of me was like, wow, this is cool because, of course, I love Overwatch. And I was like, oh, wow, this might help Overwatch too because Overwatch 2 is not looking so great. And uh, <laughs> I was like, maybe this will definitely uh, help. I'm going to just tell you right now, uh, you give up your hopes and dreams. There's going to be no. Overwatch. Uh, uh, I'm no. crush your dreams there. You're never going to see it. You're never going to oh, see it. It's God. gone forever. Um, <laughs> then my next thing that I thought of, I was like, is this a good thing for video games? I was like, is this a good thing that Microsoft is buying all these things, you know? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Microsoft has a track record because they bought Bethesda, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, they and bought so, Bethesda. They, they, yeah. they bought, they've bought, prior to Bethesda, they had acquired multiple, like, small studios. Um, are you, uh, they got Obsidian, which is the mm-hmm. creators of uh, Fallout New Vegas, um, yeah. which is, people consider it the best Fallout game. Um, yeah. They, they acquired... Um, Compulsion games, I believe. There's a whole list. Hold on, Microsoft, because uh-huh. they got they were they were going after like relatively small teams before Bethesda and um and uh, so let me look at the full list of so this for Microsoft, yeah. So they got um. Oh my god, this list is a mess. <laughs> Where is a comprehensive list? Oh my god. There you go. Maybe that'll give me a better look. Okay, so Compulsion Games, Ninja Theory, 
um, in exile, Obsidian Entertainment. Um, so there was a lot of like small small teams prior to um, prior to it. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. uh, and it was like on top of joining things like Rare and um, three three four three and um, uh-huh. all of that. So you know, Microsoft had that history of acquiring these small teams, and then it made that big big splash with Bethesda last year, the two years ago, um, yeah. where it was holy crap. Microsoft is getting Bethesda and everything under Bethesda because it, it wasn't just Bethesda that they got. They yeah. got Bethesda, they got ID, they got Arcane, um, they got Zenimax, they got um, they got a bunch of different places, uh, a bunch of studios to go with it as well that fell under the Bethesda tree. And now they have yeah. Activ- Activision Blizzard potentially because that comes with Blizzard, that comes yeah. with uh, Toys for Bob. Um, comes with sludge ha- uh, sledgehammer comes with basically all the call of duty developers like the different call of D- duty teams so it's like they just took all of this and just potentially by this time next year we may have super microsoft bethesda activation whatever they're gonna call yeah. it <laughs> xbox no, game studios is what they're calling it but it, it's so wild because then um isn't playstation in talks as well uh uh, or did they buy someone or they bought a uh, uh, they, they are acquiring Bungie that's right Bungie, yeah, yep. Bungie. Uh, and so mm-hmm. it's like all this is like wow it's, it's, it's it, a part of me kind of feels like excited because you know Microsoft has money and they can put behind money in these studios now whether or not that might help you know I guess we have to wait to see until these certain games come out and see if Microsoft Bindy is really just going to help excel and make the game so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, a part of me kind of feels like this is, like, big companies coming, kind of becoming a monopoly, and they're just like, we're just buying every single thing, and, like, if you want to play this game, you have to get it from us, or you're going to have to get a subscription service to play this game. Yeah, and so the big thing, I, I, that, that, that it's a very valid fear. It's a very valid fear yeah. to have, like, I, I, like, I understand everyone's, like, being trepidatious about Microsoft kind of forcing itself or forcing itself, forcing people to, you know, potentially buy Xboxes or get into the Xbox ecosystem. And, and, and that's, it's a valid fear. Um, I am, I guess I'm my, I'm taking the more optimistic approach. Um, um, I, I want to believe that this is going to help these studios develop their games. Um, you know, I, I want. I hope that's the case. I hope these studios are able to um, work on things that they say that they. A lot of studios say that Microsoft allows them to just create stuff and do whatever they. That Microsoft gives them the tools to do what they want to do, and I hope that's true, and I hope that stays true. And um, but yeah, it, it's it is the the acquisition side of things. It is kind of scary. It's not quite a monopoly yet. There's still plenty yeah, of. Yeah there's still plenty of different develop. There's still publishers and developers out there that aren't with Microsoft that aren't with Sony, um, that aren't with Tencent that aren't with, um, the embracer group. Um, if you're familiar with Tencent or the embracer group, um, the embracer group has been buying up some of the weirdest fucking studios. They, uh, they bought, uh, are you familiar with, uh, deep silver? Uh, deep silver they made, uh, they, they, I think they were either developers or the publishers for, um, dead Island. And a, oh, and a lot of, and a lot of other games. I don't think it, I don't, I don't think dying light falls with that group, but, um, 
But yeah, so uh, do you remember the game? Um, they, and then Barry Group's also buying like IPs as well because uh, they bought um, uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, I believe. Uh-huh. Right? I might be speaking on my ass. Let me check. Yeah, it's a uh, bracer group. Uh, uh, it's THQ Nordic that has the rights to Kingdom of Amalur, but THQ Nordic is part of the Embracer group. <laughs> so gotcha. Embracer group is like the parent company, sort of like Microsoft being the parent company of Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda, all of that. So Embracer group is the parent company of all of that. But Embracer group is also scooping up everything. Um, it's just interesting to see like all of these studios getting scooped up and like almost like it's an arms race to see who can yeah, exactly. scoop up the most and get the most attention. Um, exactly. But I think... I, I and so I again I just want to be optimistic about this. I want to yeah, I want to yeah, yeah. like my thing is like taking a wait and see um cuz Microsoft has pretty much confirmed um hold on. Let me pull up the article real quick. Uh, it's from an article from The Verge about uh exclusivity for um Call of Duty. It's not going to be exclusive basically. Oh yeah, yeah, they're keeping it on PlayStation yeah. as well. So Microsoft uh, this is from The Verge. It's by Tom Warren. Uh Microsoft plans on keeping the essentially Microsoft is going to keep it multi-platform, which is the smart choice because Call of Duty of has millions upon millions of players on PlayStation. So it'd be that is like you're you're throwing money away at that point if you don't keep it on PlayStation. Uh, but according to the article though, Microsoft's going to keep the um keep um keep Call of Duty multi-platform. They're gonna keep pretty much anything that Activision Blizzard does multi-platform supposedly we'll see what how that what it turns out to be in a couple years um because you know anything could happen yeah from 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 the now and you know 2026 2028 whatever whenever the Call of Duty 60 million comes out and (laughs) Xbox exclusive (laughs) but exactly but yeah so It'll be interesting, and like the thing with this too is to keep in mind that this isn't finalized. Like the oh. the acquisition's not finalized. Um, they they uh, it's going to take like a year or two, or not two, but it's going to take like a year for it to finalize. And the government, the U.S. government, can still say no to it. You know, can still yeah. strike can still strike it down. And if that happens, then you know, yeah, Activision's back at square one, and people start hating Activision. Go back to I mean, I guess people <laughs> still are, people still hate Activision no matter what because of all the nonsense of back yeah. the you know treating people like shit and all that crap exactly. so exactly um and that's Not the other, and that's the other thing people are are interested in seeing if microsoft writes the wrongs that activision was having back in like uh, i i don't know if you were keeping up with the activision yeah. blizzard news all of the their oh, I definitely was. yeah definitely all the was. all the bullshit happening treating employees like shit and yeah, sexual like harassments the, and all that and, and all that yeah. That's, that's actually the one, one of the first things that popped in my head. I'm like, well, maybe something that good that can happen is Microsoft can step in and kind of assist with that to make that working environment a better place for workers and make it to deal with all the issues that they're having, you know? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's really important. And so that's probably the mo- one of the most important things for people to feel safe and feel like not, you know, not have to worry about sexual advancements and things like that against, you know, unwanted and unwanted. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, that's what I was thinking. Like one of the first things, cause I was like, one, this is going to affect, it's going to be a bad look for the company if this doesn't get resolved or gets fixed. And hopefully 
if this does go through, Microsoft can help and, you know, clean it, clean up the issue. Yeah, clean up house. Um, uh, and, you know, get rid of the people that were in executive positions that allowed that kind of shit to happen, you know, kick exactly. it to the curb and all that. So, you know, it's, it'll, it'll be interesting to see, you know, it's going to be a while before it finalizes a lot of it. A lot of more stuff is going to come out throughout the year, probably, uh, you know, as the deal gets finalized and what certain things mean for groups. Um, so it's going to pivot here over to Sony and purchasing mm-hmm. Bungie. Um, the news with Bungie is that Bungie is going to stay independent, but is going to have the resources of Sony. Oh, nice. So it's, it's still going to be like Destiny is still going to be on Xbox. There's according to according to Bungie, they're going to keep putting stuff on Xbox and being multi-platform and stuff like that. But they have the support of Sony, the money of Sony. But then Sony also has the talent of um, of of Bungie. Because um, in another, in a, there was an article. Oh, uh, I took it off. I don't have it in the dock anymore. Rah! I don't know why I deleted it. Uh, but oh. Sony was planning on planning to have multiple games of service similar to Destiny by 2026. Oh, wow. um, and um, I, I got to look up that article real quick so I can cite who I got that from. <laughs> but um, they were planning on games. They want to have games as a service like Destiny by 2026. Multiple things and so sony gets to use that sort of talent that bungie has because destiny whether you like destiny or not has been really successful has been pretty much the only successful of these games as a service because or at least it's the only one that i ever hear about like i don't hear about um what was the ubisoft one uh there was um crap it was uh it was there was like the only thing I remember out about it was like a virus broke out in the city of New York. Oh, you're talking uh, about um, what the uh, uh, Ubi, uh, what the hell is it? Yeah, the division. There we go. Division yeah. one and two. I remember that that kind of like just came and went. Like it just felt like it just came and went. Yeah. Okay. So the uh, article I was uh, citing was um, from also from The Verge from Tom Warren. Uh, Sony planning more than ten live service games before March 2026. Um, uh, the and yeah, it doesn't. It do, the article doesn't say which ones that Sony's planning on doing. Um, but um, I, I, you could assume like probably uh, Ghost of Tsushima, um, mm-hmm. probably Last of Us. You know that. Could you imagine Spider Man being a live service <laughs> game? That'd be interesting. But um, that'd be really but, interesting. But and then and then Fortnite's live service. So I guess live Fortnite and Destiny are the only two live service games that I actually can think of that are consistently still around, still relevant, still talked about. Because Destiny uh-huh. Destiny Two just dropped an expansion pack last week, or was it two weeks ago? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Witch Queen or something like that. And mm-hmm. Fortnite is constantly, you know, constantly, constantly updating stuff, constantly putting stuff out. They have concert in, concerts in Fortnite. Concerts in there. Yeah. I, like, I don't even know what that's like because I don't play Fortnite, but like, I've seen, I've seen videos of it. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, just the stuff that they do in there. Yeah. Like, and like, I like, I don't play Fortnite, but man, I'm fascinated by Fortnite. Like, I it, do. You, do you remember Fortnite? What it was originally? Yeah, it was. A, it was. Um, it was like a survival team, survival thing. You were like zombie things. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, 
It's crazy to think that they, that happened. It's still, I remember, that's still a thing too. You can still pay. I believe you can still buy that, right? Can you? Can you maybe. Still, can you still buy Fortnite? Uh, I'll look maybe. that up. Fortnite. But I, but I remember when that first came out, I was like, oh, this game looks okay," and then they just pivoted and changed it completely to that battle royale system. Yeah. And they say, you know, that just they went up. Crazy. Yeah, uh, I don't. I'm not seeing any information about it. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah, I, I remember it being like the zombie survival thing and trying to survive and crap. I remember that, and yeah, it was only out for like two months before they pivoted to battle royale, and then yeah. the battle royale just took off and took over oh, the world. So it seemingly took over the world like overnight, and it's fascinating yeah. because like it quick because like PUBG was a thing. Like yep. mm-hmm. PUBG was the big battle royale at the time, but then Fortnite came on, and then like, I mean, battle, PUBG is still played now. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's still a thing, but like, it, it's nowhere near as relevant as mm-hmm. as Fortnite is. Like Fortnite, even though it came out what twenty seventeen ish, twenty eighteen or something like that, still going strong all these years later. The um the only other the only other battle royale I hear about a lot is the Call of Duty one, the Call of Duty Warzone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But even then, that's not as prevalent as Fortnite. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah. So like, anyways, we're getting off topic here <laughs> from the Sony Sony Bungie thing. But yeah, so Sony wants to do ten games of a service before twenty twenty six, and so they have this. They have the talent at, at Bungie to now help them do that to because they Bungie has the experience with Destiny one and two. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how all of that unfolds. Um, yeah. I, it, it'll be interesting to see like what I'm, else. I'm comes excited to that see. Too. Yeah, that's what, I'm excited to see what Bungie could do and like how Sony can help them and just push up, you know, interesting ideas and interesting games. And so that this is like one of those things. Where I'm like, okay, I'm excited for this to see where they can take this. Yeah, because this it kind of opens up a whole another you know section of possibilities for yeah. for Bungie and Sony together and. To make Sony look that much better to try to be like, hey, y'all should try to come to Sony versus, you know, Xbox and so on. Yeah, and that's the and that's the side of uh and Bungie also brings in the multiplayer side to Sony. Yep. Something that Sony, yeah, it's had the multiplayer for Uncharted, the multiplayer for Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima has the Ghost of Tsushima uh legends. But when you think Sony, you don't really think multiplayer games, right? You think of these single player open world experiences are you think of last of us you know mm-hmm. so yep. with bungie there you now open the doors to multiplayer to multiplayer games like i mean are making the multiplayer games more prevalent in the sony exactly. sphere and giving more value to the uh, playstation players mm-hmm. um so i i'm i'm, I'm going to be interested in seeing where this goes um i'm Again, same with same with the Microsoft. I'm optimistic about where this can go and how it can help yeah. uh, these companies. And I like the idea that at least as far as we know, based on the statements that have been made, that Bungie is going to stay independent. They're just going to be there. Sony's just going to give me giving them money, essentially, I guess. I mean, it's, yeah. it's probably not that simple. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I would love to think. They just here, take the money, take the money. Um, exactly. But yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how that how that all plays out. And again, it's it's going to be one of those things that we're not going to see the immediate effects of. You know, it's the same uh-huh. with Microsoft. Even when the the deal is through next year, Microsoft, uh, Activision stuff, we're not going to see any immediate effects. Even when the fi- deal is finalized, 
it's well, going to be take a year or two. It's going to take. It's going to probably take more than a year or two. It's probably going to take like five, six years before we actually oh, see yeah. see we start seeing oh. kind of the results of it if we're still alive. You know, who knows what's going to happen <laughs> because of the, because of the state of the world. We don't have to talk about Ukraine, Russia. You know, I'm not going to oh, I'm not going to inject politics into this. <laughs> but fuck no. Okay, <laughs> we won't go any further. I will. I'll stop. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> you got to stop me before I get ahead of myself. Um, but yeah, so like we got all that, and then. The other thing that I, I want to talk about with Sony, something I'm excited that something I'm excited about because Hi. because I got that right there. Um, I've kept I've kept flashing it on on, on the stream because uh, I keep on clicking on things when I shouldn't. But the Sony PlayStation VR two. Um, I'm that curious, Elias. Are you are you a fan of VR? Do you like VR? Have you played with yeah. VR at all? So I haven't played with VR, but I've seen, of course, other people play with it. Um, I think it's, I think it is interesting. There, there were parts of me initially that were like, uh, like VR is just like this, you know, this not, it's not as great as playing with a controller and things. And yeah, it was, a, it was a gimmick almost. Yeah, yeah, basically, I was like, this is just a gimmick, you know. But, but then when you kind of start to see how much effort like publishers and like companies are putting behind it in the games that make it like interesting like for example like half-life alex like oh, yeah. seeing stuff people are like this is amazing this is yeah. like a really it's, great it's game. considered like the best vr experience you can have so. exactly yeah and so when when i saw that i was like oh wait maybe maybe kind of like um if you get the right company to create the right game that will make it worth it then i'll be like okay i see the benefits of it versus just you know some cool other i guess other games but um, yeah. I'm a fan of it. Um, the one thing that I guess maybe it's just me being an old, old soul, old man type of thing <laughs> where I'm like, I don't, I don't, my brain can't fathom the idea of, I don't know if the controller will ever go away, you know? Mm -hmm. And we kind of go into this VR type of thing because I'm just like, I don't know, is that the future? But maybe it is years down the line. Um, but it's, it's interesting to see, um, I do now I'm kind of more in the kind of like how you were talking about with these acquisitions from these big companies, mm -hmm. I'm kind of interested to see what they do and how they make it interesting. Cause there's, already, there's actually a lot of cool ideas that, um, that Sony has that the, um, that, uh, that like that have like Alex the, from steam has, and it's, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm interested. I'm, cause I'm trying to see how you can make that just as good as, you know, just how we're playing now with controllers. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's I, interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of VR. I, I, it's come a long way. Cause it was, it was a gimmick back in like 2013, 2014, whenever VR started becoming a thing. And, you know, yeah. we, we had multiple companies trying to make VR stuff. Um, I, I, I enjoyed my PSVR, uh -huh. which is right behind me, the little home now. My cat chewed through the cables, so uh, it's no longer useful. Uh, <laughs> so I can't actually use it anymore because my cat chewed up the cables. But um, I, I like VR. I, I like the potential it has. Um, uh -huh. I am very, I am staunchly against uh, the the metaverse, uh, oh. <laughs> mainly because of mainly because of Facebook. Um, yeah. Like I, I, I want to buy. I want to get a uh, the Oculus. I guess it's called the MetaQuest now. But I want to get an Oculus yeah. Quest too, um, because it's it's a wireless headset. Um, I would and I and that's like the and I'll get into the v PlayStation VR two here in a second. But like 
uh the the oculus quest being wireless is like a game changer like oh, it's, yeah. it's just uh, it's it's it's, it's, it's amazing yeah. you're not tethered to a screen you're not tethered you have full movement and stuff like that um and so that that's the that's the direction i want to see vr go um i uh-huh. can be as much as i'm going to be anti-facebook that it, granted oculus quest 2 came out before Anyways, we don't have to get into the weeds of this. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be very, gonna be. I don't need to be opinionated right now. Uh-huh. Backing up to uh, PlayStation VR two, um, uh-huh. the thing that bugs me about the PlayStation VR two is the fact that it is still right here. You still have a cable. You're still tethered. It's the thing uh-huh. that the Oculus is the the Oculus has shown the Meta Quest, whatever you want to call it, has shown that you can do headsets that are wireless. Um, mm-hmm. You have to get like battery packs, and the battery packs are heavy and stuff like that. But uh, you know, as technology advances, that'll you know lessen and stuff. It's just mm-hmm. this the, this part here is the what thing that bugs me, like being tethered. Um, granted, it is not from from what the uh, article uh, uh, on Ars Technica by Kyle Orland has goes into. Um, it is only a single cable. You're not gonna. It's uh-huh. it's not like the mess that was the old. This one back here had like twenty thousand cables. It wasn't really twenty thousand cables, but it had a mess of cables that you had to use to make it work, and it was a nightmare. It was stupid. Once uh, when I uh, basically I set it up and kept it that way for a while, and then I rearranged my room. And when I rearranged my room, I was like, I'm not plugging the shit back up. This is this is too much. This is this is a nightmare. So no more playing Beat Saber for me. I'm not going to play Beat Saber anymore. <laughs> that's, really, that's all I ever played. I played uh, Resident mm-hmm. Evil on that, too. I did play Resident oh, Evil okay. uh, 7, I think. Anyways, okay. uh, Biohazard, I believe, is whatever that one. It, yeah. it, was an, it, it was not good. I didn't enjoy it, but oh. I hear people love it. Um, but I'm interested in seeing what VR, the uh, PlayStation VR two can do with it. Um, they, uh, they had some really good games on VR two. They had Astro, Astrobot. I don't know if you're familiar with Astrobot. It's really, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really awesome. Like Astrobot rescue mission was awesome. Um, Moss was really good. Um, Beat Saber, of course, is like course. probably is if you're going to play, if you're going to go get a VR headset, Beat Quest is one, or Beat Quest, Beat Saber is the thing that you need to play. Cause it's just, it's just awesome. Good. It's awesome, good time, and it can work you out fairly decently. Um, uh-huh. But I'm, I'm interested in seeing what PlayStation, how PlayStation is going to support this. Um, at the end of this article, on um, it mentions that uh, Sony is hoping to ship millions of PSVR2 headsets by the end of 2022. There has been wow. no official confirmation of a price or release date from Sony. Um, the original PlayStation VR sold over five million units as er, as of oh. early 2020. Um, I was one of those 5 million people. So uh, this is one of the 5 million units that got sold during that time. Wow. Um, but yeah, so Sony sold a lot of uh, PlayStation. Yeah. Like, uh, I believe um, I, I would have to pull up the exact thing. But I, for a while, PlayStation VR was the fastest selling of the uh, mm. VR headsets. Uh, I might be talking out of my ass there, but um, I rem- might remember seeing something like that. But um, yeah, so like, I think I think Sony has the the fan base to be able to pull uh-huh. this off to sell more units. I think I don't think it's going to take much for somebody to for Sony to go, "Hey, everybody buy the new PlayStation VRs." I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to you get a lot of Sony people are like people that love Sony, that love PlayStation, they're going to see, "Oh, a VR headset, let's buy it. Let's scoop it up. Let's get it for my PS5." Uh, to add value to the PS5, to add new ways to play games to the PS5. So Exactly. Uh, no, I, I, definitely, I, I definitely agree with you. 
I think it's ambitious to make it 2022. I don't see it. I do yeah, not I don't see it, <laughs> don't see it <laughs> happening. I do not see this coming out in 2022. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll come out in 2022. I, uh, I, yeah. I, just, I don't see it coming out, and I definitely don't see it uh, ship selling or shipping millions at, by the end no. of 2022. Unless I it comes out. Like, <laughs> Go ahead. I, was gonna say, I kind of feel like it's going to be like the PS5 where they only ship out a certain numbers and they kind of have to like slowly release them you know and then people are gonna buy them up but like i don't if so maybe next year but if if they're trying to be hopeful this year it's only gonna be like it's not gonna be five yeah i i I agree i don't see like if it comes out this year um it's gonna be a limited sort of release like the ps5 because like i because like it's still hard to get a ps5 like you, you still there's still like yes, there there are a lot of people that have PS fives out there, and yes, there there is a lot, but it's still there's still a lot more people that want a PS five. Like exactly, you know, it's like do you do you have a PS five or no? I don't have a PS five. I did want to get one, um, but I, but then it's just so hard to get it. And then of course you know people like scalpers are upselling it into yeah. the thousands. You know, and yes. so I'm just I'm trying to wait until hopefully you know they they're able to meet demand and mm-hmm. um, do it that way. But no, I, I demand, <laughs> the demand <laughs> is still high. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I, I got lucky with my PS five. I, mm. um, I, I was just really lucky. I, I was, <laughs> I was watching a streamer. Um, and I was watching, uh, I, I don't, do you know who Snowbike Mike is? Um, he's a, he's a, a, a member of kind of funny. Oh, um, okay. yeah, yeah. He, uh, it was I was watching one of his streams and then somebody in chat was like, the Amazon has the PS5 on pre-order. Get it. And Snowbike Mike like flipped his table over, went to do it. I did, I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to go to this fucking do this, too. I got my pre-order that way because somebody wow. randomly in the chat was like, go get your pre-orders in, guys. And so I scrambled, was able to get it. And then a couple of days later, when I tried to pre-order the Xbox Series X, didn't happen so wow. i didn't get i didn't get a i didn't get the x i didn't get an xbox until about two ish weeks ago when i i got the xbox series s okay. i would have, i would have preferred to get the x yeah. but x's are hard to get the s's are the s's are actually everywhere so yeah which is great if you want an xbox great um but the the meaty the meaty boy of the xbox yeah. family is the one that's hard to get uh sorry my dog is going crazy um but yeah, so like, but yeah, like, I just, I just don't see it coming out in 2022. Like, no, I don't it, either. I, I can't, I just don't I see it, man. Like, especially, with, it's, just, it's ambitious of them to, you know, yeah. to do that. Yeah, but. like, especially like with the state of the world right now, like, I know it's, we can be a pessimistic <laughs> place that we're in right now because <laughs> we are tech, we are getting over COVID supposedly, uh-huh. you know. Who knows what will happen in the next two months? Maybe there will, because uh-huh. you know, could a new variant could pop up or whatever. And then we have the stuff happening over in Ukraine. Uh-huh. Who who knows if that's going to escalate to anything? So there's like so many like it's. I guess it's. I'm being jaded and pessimistic right now with everything that is happening currently in the world. That it's like I don't see this coming. But I mean, on the flip side to that, if it comes out, it's a good escape for people to ignore the world. Yep. Yep. But yeah, like, but yeah, definitely on the, on the, the, the millions part is what also kind of like, is like the only way I can see it selling a million by the end of 2022 is, um, is if it came out like now, 
You know, yeah, I feel like drive if dropped like at the end of March and yeah, I, that's the only way I could really see it. But I mean, it does say ship, not necessarily sell. So there is the difference there uh, between shipping uh, and selling. So I maybe they could ship millions by the end of 2022. But uh, still, I don't know, like, especially again, going back to the PlayStation, how hard it is to get PlayStation, how hard it is to get to Xbox. Uh, I just yeah, I don't yeah, I, I, no, can't, I can I, see I it. Agree with you. I can see it. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. I think, I think it's, we're, we're in a slow burn right now, so I think mm-hmm. that's what's happening. Yeah. I definitely see, I definitely see the um, stuff for next year, coming, coming out next year, and selling millions, probably shipping millions, uh, but I definitely yeah, don't I see. I, nah, it's just so hard. It's just so hard to see. It's just so hard to see. <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely. But yeah. Um, any, other, any other thoughts about Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo? Anything that no, you just, anything you want to see from them? Um, I want to see. Well, for one, for Sony, I want to see. Not, I don't. I don't know if maybe better games is the right thing, but more good games. You know, because right now, kind of like the first year of having a PS Five, you kind of had what Spider Man. Um, what was it? God of War. Um, no, but like, no God of War. No God of War. There's no. God of War. Oh, sorry, sorry. No God of War right, yet. But, no God of. I will, um, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the previous one from the yeah. uh, previous generation. But what I want I want Sony to release more good games. You know something that's worth buying the PS5 for. You know, um, which and that will come with time. You know, yeah. and so I want that. Um, I totally so, I want to see Microsoft clean up stuff too. Yeah. So just out of curiosity, so like Ratchet and Clank, Returnal. Those don't do it for you on the PS5? No, no, no. That's a good game, but it's kind of like, I guess maybe after that, it's kind of like, it's good to have like a variety of things, you know? Wrecking Clank, great game. Great game. Love that game. Um, But, you know, it's kind of like, I guess maybe after you're done with that, then you're like, okay, what else am I going to do? You know, am I going to replay Ratchet and Clank or am I going to go to the next thing, you know? And so, but um, but I think that'll happen with time. Yeah. I think I mean that's it's a problem on both systems. Like, yeah, um, Xbox doesn't have too much unless you like Forza and Halo. Because really, that's all <laughs> yeah. that really that's all that really came out in its first year. Uh, that's centric to Xbox. Uh, mm-hmm. PlayStation did have a little bit more. They had Returnal. They had Ratchet and Clank. They just dropped um, uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Oh yeah, um, just dropped it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been playing that. I've been playing that. I love it. Um, yeah, I, I definitely like. I think as time goes on, we're going to see a lot more drops. We're going to see uh, a lot more things. Like rumor has it that God of War is God, the next God of War is supposed to drop this year. Uh, it's in the nebulous ether, like Breath of the Wild two or whatever the next oh, other okay. game is going to be called. <laughs> it's just rumors or expectations. Um, I mean, with God of War, the sequel Ragnarok was announced. It was supposed to come out at the end of last year, uh-huh. and then it got delayed and it got delayed permanent. Like. It got delayed to an un- indefinite date. I shouldn't say permanently uh-huh. because it wasn't delayed permanently, <laughs> but an indefinite date. And so the expectation that means since it didn't meet the 2021 end of the year, that means it's going to come out in 2022, right? But then we haven't heard anything either. So, <laughs> so who knows what if Call of God of War will uh, drop? I mean, it probably will. Maybe um, and that would be a good and that would be a good way to end the year for Sony because it start Sony started with Horizon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had, I mean, Elden Ring is multi-platform, but Elden Ring has so 
a lot on PlayStation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dark, Dark Souls, Souls games are, you know, are usually mm-hmm. associated with PlayStation because of Demon, yeah. because of Demon Souls and all that being exclusive and Bloodborne being exclusive. So, you know, it makes sense that Elden Ring would so, sell the most on PlayStation, but um it would be a good way to end the year for Sony to have yeah. God of War drop and being like our holiday release, come play God of War, Ragnarok. Exactly. Um, so that could, that could, that's still possible, you know, cause it's only March. So we have plenty of time for games to get announced and stuff. And, you know, maybe they do drop, maybe, maybe they drop VR, maybe they drop uh, the PSVR two. And guess what? Wow. God, God of War. You guys thought on it was, the PSVR two. You thought it was. You thought it was gonna be a PS five game. No, it's it's a PSVR two. Oh my god! Now you gotta. That's the only way to play God. No, I don't think that's that'd gonna be hilarious. I don't, that'd be I, don't hilarious. I don't think that's gonna happen at all. But that would be funny. That would be funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God of War is dropping. PSVR two dropping. It's the only way you can play God of War. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people will be pissed off. <laughs> I mean, that's how you get the, that's how you get all those millions of people's pockets, you know, or get to their houses. You will get, you attach the big game, like big name, like God of war. People Mm -hmm. want it because people love God of war 2018. People love that game. Like it's insane how much people love that game. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, I'm just probably crushed everybody's (laughs) dreams. Uh, It's not that this is a conversation for another time on what, Uh what makes a game good. What makes a game bad. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, I recognize that it's a good game. It's just not mm-hmm. for me. Like I've tried, no, I've, I've tried multiple times to get into that game. Multiple times. I've tried so many and I always reach to, I always reach a point where I'm just like, I don't really care what's happening and I don't uh, want to play. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm forcing myself to play. And when I feel like I'm forcing myself to play a game, I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. No, I get it. It makes, <laughs> it makes perfect. It makes perfect sense with me. Cause there, I have some games like that where people really like the games and, I just can't get into it. I'm not drawn into it as much, you know, it doesn't yeah. pull me in. So yeah. Makes yeah, that, sense. That and the most recent game for me like that was Dying Light, but we don't have to get into Dying Light. Oh <laughs> You saw you saw some of that. So. Yeah. I did see some of that. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. Oof. Um but yeah, like I, I so yeah, there's a lot that can come. And then like on the Microsoft side, we have um we have Starfield coming out at the end of the year, supposedly. Oh, yeah. Uh you oh, know, right. so that's Bethesda game that's the first star that's the I was about to say Star Wars I don't know why <laughs> that's the first um Microsoft exclusive game under this new agreement with this new Bethesda Microsoft sphere so it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see that uh how Starfield lands uh what that'll do if it'll be like just Fallout in space or Elder Scrolls in space or if they try to change it up and make something completely new um so mm-hmm. I'm inter- I'm interested in seeing how Starfield lands but it's coming out in November so Nice. supposedly okay. supposedly i i mean it's another one of those things I'll, I'll believe it i'll believe it when it comes out but i'm gonna assume that it's probably gonna get delayed but <laughs> i'm just being pessimistic with with all of these with everything that's at the like anytime a game is said to be at the end of the year i just assume that means it's going to get delayed into the next year um yeah I could, just yeah, my I assumption make, my assumption you know um <laughs> and then um Later on this month, we have uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Have you seen anything about Ghostwire Tokyo dropping? No, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen anything. It's about um. It. Are you familiar with um, the Evil Within games? Yeah, it's from those developers. It's um. It's also a. It's technically a Bethesda game. Um, it's okay. it's the company is under the Bethesda umbrella, but it's going to be exclusive to PlayStation Five because before the 
deal with Microsoft happened. Oh, it's, okay. it is. It was one of the Death Loop and uh, Ghostwire Tokyo were part of the that weird thing where oh. it's exclusive to PS5 first. It's a timed exclusive, and then it'll. Oh. Go, and that happened before the deals before Microsoft acquired everything. And yeah, so, so eventually, Ghostwire Tokyo and Deathloop are going to be coming over to Xbox and most likely Game Pass and being you know on Game uh-huh. Pass and all that. But yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo is dropping later on this month. It'll be interesting to see. So that Xbox, our uh, PlayStation has that to look forward to. Nice. Um, if you like horror games, I'm probably not going to play it, but <laughs> I'll probably watch other people play it. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm a I'm a scary. Uh, Dead Space is the only horror e game that I've ever really enjoyed. So, oh wow, okay. And I never found Dead Space scary. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I get it though. It's I think it's an exciting time. I think there's a lot of possibilities. Kind of like being trying to be op- optimistic. I think there's opportunity for a lot of good games to come out and like us seeing like good things happen with the companies too. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, and. Well, we're going to get into this more next week about all the games that are coming out and the games that have already come out. But like one of the games that took me by surprise this year that I wasn't even on my radar until I saw until I was listening to somebody talk about it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try that out. And that's Ollie Ollie World. Um, It's probably my game of the year. <laughs> like just, oh, just, wow. just based off of right now, like everything yeah. that I've played right now. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West, Elden Ring, mm-hmm. uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. Ollie Wally World is the one that I've had the most fun with so far. So, <laughs> <laughs> so well, but you know, this we're only two months in, like, or three months in yeah. now. Like, it's in, and we, there's been so many gosh darn good games. And we're going to talk about that next week because uh, we are yeah. going to be ending this. We're going to be ending our first episode of Respawn, please, right here, y'all. Yeah. Because we have talked about, we've talked a lot. There was a lot covered here. We had a lot of technical difficulties <laughs> that we're going to have to figure out and work out later. But anyways, thank you all so much for joining us. I hope you enjoyed you. this. Um, I wrote an outro and I forgot what the outro is, so I have to look at the script. Thank you for joining <laughs> us on this week's episode of Respawn, Please. If you're an audio listener, you can join us live every Thursday at 7 o'clock. That's Central Time. Central. Central Time. Um, on twitch.tv slash forward slash respawn plea p-l-e-a um, or if you want to see the video version you can go to youtube and search for respawn please hopefully you find us and if you're watching live you can uh you if wait oh shit i messed up sorry and if you're watching live and you want to take us with you wherever you go you can find us on all streaming uh, services wherever you find your podcast uh just by searching respawn please we're on there so yeah thank you yeah, well, we we stumbled over a little bit, but we'll work out the we'll work out the kinks later. This is more human. We're not robotic, you know. I am a robot. What are you talking about? Uh, in transmission. <laughs>